Price is what you pay. Price is what you pay. Value is what you want. Think about that. Price is what you pay. Value is what you want. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, as we get to look at your word. We thank you, Lord, that your word is here to lead us and guide us, Father God, to put a light before our pathway. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, as we hear and see your word and read your word, Father God, that will accomplish, Father God, great and mighty things in and through us because we're not just hearers of the word, but we are doers of the word. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you ready for the rest of 2020? The adventures and the opportunities that will be set before you. Okay. Are you ready for changes? Oh, that was quiet. Are you ready to step higher into the faith realm? Glory to God. Hallelujah. So uh, turn with me to chapter, uh, pardon me, 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11, we find, Now all these things happen unto them for examples, and they were written for our admiration. Um, I can't get my words out to this. Admiration. Hmm. Upon the ends of of the world to come. Glory to God. So the, the word is there so we can learn from it and what to do and what not to do and what to avoid to be successful in our spiritual life and our natural life. Glory to God. So um, with that thought in mind, we'll be looking at the learning application here to help us direct our path in 2020. Okay, so with that thought in mind, let's turn all the way to the Old Testament and find the book of Joshua. That's the book of Joshua. Um, in the book of Joshua, uh, the opening book of uh, chapters of Joshua, we find out that Moses has died. And Joshua is now in charge of leading Israel into the promised land. The time for change has come. The time of change has come. In one, in one day, everything was about to change. The new year is here. New purposes, new beginnings, visions and, and goals are now yours to choose. To destroy the works of the devil, to set the captives free, to heal the sick, to proclaim the good news of the gospel. That's what this year is going to be. Glory to God. Uh, let's, uh, Joshua chapter 3. Joshua chapter 3. Beginning in verse 1. And Joshua rose early in the morning, and they removed from Shittim and came to Jordan. And he and all the children of Israel 
and lodged there before they passed over. And it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host. And they commanded the people, saying, When ye see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priests and Levites bearing it, then you shall remove from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near unto it, that ye may know the way by which ye that ye may know the way by which ye must go. Here's the key. For ye have not passed this way therefore. Wow. You have not passed this way before. Like the children of Israel preparing to enter the promised land, 2020 has become our entry into the promised land. The opportunity was there for Israel, but also there was the unknown and the uncertainty before Israel. What were they to do? What are we to do in 2020? Item one, look at verse three. And they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, the priests and Levites bearing it, then ye shall remove from your place and go after it. The Ark of the Covenant represented the presence of God. So they were to focus on the Ark, or we, we are to focus on God this year, like never before. God prepares the way into which we will go into the Promised Land. We cannot doubt have fear or hesitate when we follow God. Being lukewarm will not be rewarded. Uh, we are to walk in faith, declaring God's goodness in 2020. The path may, may look impossible in the natural, but God specializes, glory to God, in things thought to be impossible so we always need to focus on God this 2020. We should always anyway. But So stay focused. Be focused on God this year. You know, whatever your, whatever your job is, that's good. But stay focused on God because he's the one who promotes. So glory to God. Okay, item two. Starting with verse five. And Joshua said unto the people... Sanctify yourselves, for the morrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Glory to God. Sanctify yourselves. The Lord will do wonders among you. <clears throat> well, I believe we sanctified ourselves at the beginning of this year through the fasting, fasting and praying. Amen? God is about to do something that we have not seen him do before in a wonderful and powerful way in our midst. Whatever you are. God is going to do something for you in this year. Amen. Be prepared. Amen. Receive it. Now, there are two sides here. One side is what God is going to do. And the other side is what we have to do. Um, our readiness to accept 
depends upon our spiritual condition. So we need to keep our, ourselves sharp in the Word of God. If you have to fall back on a fast for one meal, two meals, or three meals, fall back on it. Keep your spiritual man alive. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It says uh, that we need to separate ourselves. Now, let's turn to Second Chronicles. No, pardon me, Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians, keep your marker there in uh, Joshua. But Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter seven. Sanctify the, ourselves. Second Corinthians chapter seven, verse one says, "Having therefore these promises, dear, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from." all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So we need to perfect ourselves in the holiness of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's our time to clean ourselves up and show the world what the heart of God is like. He's going to function through you Great things are going to take place. Hallelujah. Now, go back to the Old Testament. This time we're going to go to Second uh, Chronicles. Second Chronicles, chapter 7. You, we've read this one before. Second Chronicles, chapter 7. Verse 14. This is sanctifying ourselves. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will heal for, heal, hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Glory to God. There's four things we have to have in operation in our lives at this point. We need to humble ourselves before God. We need to continue to pray. And I would also say, I put in there fast. Third thing we need to do is seek God's face. Always be focused on Him. And turn from our wicked ways. Those things that, you know, there are certain things that trip us up and we need to avoid them. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All four of those ingredients, if you want to say, must be employed to have God's covenant blessings operating in us and for us. Omitting just one will short-circuit the system. So we need to be humble. We need to pray and fast. Seek God's face and turn from our wicked ways. And then the covenant blessings have to flow. There's no detours here. There's no blockages. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right. Now turn with me to the book of Hebrews. Keep your marker Still in Joshua. Book of Hebrews this time. Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews 
Hebrews chapter 12, verses, begin with verse uh, 1. Therefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of, great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We have a purpose. You have a purpose. And a destiny to fulfill this year. The key to preparation, glory to God, is always to have daily, intimate, working relationships with the Lord. Daily, intimate, working relationship with the Lord. That's our key. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Going back to Joshua chapter 3. Hallelujah. We're looking at item 3. Verse 13, item 3, verse 13, Joshua 3, 13. And it came to pass, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priest that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall walk, they shall stand upon a heap. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In other words, here... As soon as you step out, as, as soon as the, the children of Israel stepped out into the waters, God began to do a miracle for them. They, they could have uh, prayed, they could have uh, sanctified themselves like we have seen, but if they, did, if they failed to follow God's next step, of obedience, nothing would have happened. You know, we have the anointing upon us. But if you don't use it, it's not going to do anybody any good. It's not going to do you any, any good. There are times of preparation, and there is a time that we need to act in faith. Acting in faith is putting the devil in his place. Under your feet. And Daniel, Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 says, The people that know their God shall, shall do great and mighty exploits. It's up to us to walk in faith to do the mighty exploits for God. Amen. Um, now, there is a difference between the Joshua generation and the Moses generation, if we, if we say. Um, the new generation is now standing in the same location 40 years later. And you remember what the, word, uh, the, the number 40 means? It means a generational change. Expect this year changes to take place. Enlarge your dominion. Renew your strength. Endue. Be endued with power or extend your power. Now that sounds like what we one of the uh, verses that we said we should look at. That's Isaiah chapter fifty-four, verses two and three. Enlarge the place of thy tent; let them stretch forth the curtain of thy habitation. Spare not; lengthen thy cords, and 
strengthen thy stakes, for thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left. Glory to God. If you're a rancher and the Lord says, break out, I mean, you'd, you know, buy more land or start sowing a greater amount of seeds in the land that you have. Amen. And thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. It's time to be a soldier for Christ. Put on the armor of God. Go out there and slay some dragons. Stomp on the devil's neck. Dance on it. Glory to God. I mean, it's there for us. You've been made to be more than a conqueror. We have? Okay, some of us, some of us. For the new generation, the promised land, there's the enemy, enemies are still there. The giants are still there. The wall fortress and cities are still there. The Jordan River is still before us to be crossed. But the new generation, the Joshua generation, had a different spirit. You have a different spirit this year, I'm believing. They were willing to risk all to obey God. To receive, by obeying God, they received the power in their lives to do great and mighty things. How about you? Are you, receive, are you ready to receive the power of God in your life to do great and mighty things? Or are you just going to be, uh-huh, look at that person go. I am going to be honest. You're in the grandstands just watching. No, we've got to be on the playing field. You've got to be doing your part. Glory to God. 2020 is a time of transition. We start off the new year with fasting and prayer to jumpstart our, our spiritual man. To receive the working power of God. You fast and pray to get, receive the working power of God. Um, we need to keep our spiritual man refreshed daily. It's our duty. Romans 12, 1 says, it's our reasonable service unto God. It's reasonable. He's given us everything He's given us the power. He's given us the, the armor. He's given us his word that we can speak. We need to go out and do it. Amen. Not suggest to somebody else, well, you go out and do it. I know you're better than I. You can do it. No, we need to all step out. Right. We sang a couple of songs. Um, you have it all. You have it all. Amen. You have it all to go out and do great and mighty exploits. Another, another part of another song was, I live for you. I live for you. Are you living for, for Jesus? Amen. And are you doing what he's called you to do? We can expect new doors to open. Glory to God. New, a time for new opportunities. Not without battles. You're going to have battles. 
yet we will have awesome victories, glory to God, for those who step out and believe. It's a new year, a new decade, with new challenges and opportunities to go out and kick the devil in the teeth. As Jesse Duplant says, put your foot on the devil's neck. He's under, he's under your feet, just holding there. Glory to God. Do the preparations. Sanctify yourself. This is a quick one. Sanctify yourself. Look to God. Be focused on God. And then do what he says to do. Step out in faith. Glory to God, hallelujah. That's the quickest sermon I ever did. Quiz time. I'm going to go to, my quiz time is longer. Some of you are going, oh my gosh, we're going to get out of here before the, the crowd. I, get in, I won't have to wait in the line at McDonald's anymore. Quiz time. In the book of uh, Daniel, the fifth chapter, King Belshazzar held a banquet feast. What happened on the walls of the king's palace? Anybody? Writing on the wall. A hand writing on the wall. Glory to God. Some of you real good. Uh, you know, they, they rec not recently, a few years back, they recently, uh, going through uh, that ba Babylonian place, they actually found that banquet room. It was 50. 56 feet wide and 173 feet long and still had beautiful decorations on the wall. I, don't, I think they might have erased the handwriting, but it was there. It, they, they found it anyway. Now, what caused, it to, what caused God to write on the wall? Uh-huh. And those utensils what they were using were only to be used for God's people. And he made a mockery, in other words. Okay, then what was the message to King Belshazzar? It's the end. You have an end. You've come to your end. You found, you found, uh, okay, good. Now, the, the writing was there, and they, they called who to, to uh, interpret it? Daniel. All right, good. Some of you are real sharp this, this morning. So maybe this was too easy for you this time. I got you a good one next one, though. Uh, Belshazzar was the grandson of Nebuchadnezzar. Okay, uh, you remember Grandpa uh, Nebuchadnezzar? He became arrogant and pious and irreproachable. So he was given the heart of a, of a beast, and he went out to the uh, gardens out there and started eating grass. You remember that? <laughs> okay. Um, for seven years, he was like a wild animal out there until he had respect 
for, for God, the God of Daniel. Uh, Belshazzar, his grandson, had no such respect. He was brass, egotistical, vain, and narcissistic. So Belshazzar's fate was sealed in, in the writing. You're finished. Okay, now I found this to be interesting. Jewish historian uh, Josephus states that upon the demise of King Belshazzar and the Babylonian kingdom by the Persian and Medes, some 14 days later, Daniel met Cyrus, the Persian emperor, entering into the city. Daniel presented a scroll, the scroll of Isaiah, that was some 160 years old, describing Cyrus by name and the victory he would have over the kingdom. Wow, that is something else. This so impressed Cyrus that, he, that it compelled him to help the Jews return to the land as Isaiah had prophesied. Cyrus also released the temple treasure, all that stuff that Belshazzar was playing. He released all the temp, uh, temple treasures and returned it to the Jews and issued a decree financing their journey back to Jerusalem. Daniel remained an active, uh, active insider in the Persian government. And if you, if you want to go, let's, let's go to the book of Daniel since so. See what Daniel says. Daniel chapter 5 is what uh, we found uh, Nebuchadnezzar, not, not Belshazzar, but in Daniel chapter 6, we see something very interesting. All that happened. Look at uh, Daniel chapter 6, verse 28. So this Daniel prospered in the region of Daenerys, a reign of Daenerys, and in the reign of Cyrus, the Persian. So he prospered. Daniel prospered under the new kingdom there. Okay. New quiz. Next week's quiz. You're going to have to read a couple of chapters this time. The book of Judges. Chapters 19, 20, and maybe 21. I'm not positive on that. One tribe of Israel was nearly wiped out or, or eradicated. Which one was it? And what caused the problem to have this happen? Amen? Glory to God. I don't have to wait in line now. Are you ready out there? Let's all stand. Father, we are praising you. We just give you thanks. We thank you, Lord, that it's a we are called to change. I thank you, Lord, that uh, we take this challenge, Father God, that we will change, Father God, for our benefit, Father God, that we might do the works that you've called us to do, Father God. So, Father, we praise you. Just give you thanks as we go our separate ways, Father God. Bless each and every one of us, Father God. 
And I thank you, Lord, that those that we come in contact with, Father God, we can also bless them, Father God, in some form or some way. In Jesus' name, amen.